Sarah with Bad Thought Therapy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com if you have a question, comment, or you would like to be a guest on the show. I haven't done a podcast with guests in a while, but I'm getting ready to restructure some things as I told you. And that is going to allow me to do more of those podcasts with other people, which I really, really love. So I'm looking forward to that. So um, let's get right to it. I hope you and your family are well and you're warm. It's cold where I am. And um, everybody's doing well. And um, I want to do what I promised. And I said I was going to add movie therapy to bath or therapy. There is so much we can learn from movies. They are reflection usually of some kind of reality. Sometimes, not all the time, but most of the time. And when God is in you, you will see a life lesson in a movie um, because you'll look for it and you'll find it. There's always a life lesson. So I've been wanting to add movie therapy. I used to watch movies, I mean, every week. Now I watch a movie like every maybe two or three weeks, maybe, you know, sometimes um, even longer than that. But I watched this great movie. I treated myself. Um, last week or the week before last, I think it was last week, and I watched a movie from Nigeria called Collision Course. And I love Nigerian movies. Um, they have a way of talking about social issues or exposing social issues. And they, you know, it's drama. And they all say that it's, you know, it's a coincidence if it, if it seems like it's too real, but really it is based on a reality collision course to me was so good and I'm going to give spoilers and I I warned people that I was going to talk about collision course and um, I still recommend you watch it but I am going to give spoilers so um, it's a movie about mainly two men the two main characters are two men with two totally different lifestyles clearly one of them was poor and struggling he was a police officer had a wife and some children and he was working hard and he was serving his city or nation however you however they have it set up but he was poor he didn't have any money and so his wife was not this you know encouraging person oh honey you know you're gonna make the money one day or let's sit down and talk about other ways to make the money um she was just someone who complained she complained about him not making money and she was the cause of all these different problems and so you have this character so he is so desperate to get money to try to support his wife and have a better life he doesn't sit down and think he doesn't sit down and think about ways that he can empower himself and his family that are legal that will be that will have long-term good results instead he becomes a part of or tries to become a part of a corrupt unit in the police force so that's one character then you have another character and this is called foiling when you're telling whoever did this movie i want to commend them because they understood how to tell a story they had the flashback they did foiling and foiling is when you have two characters and you sort of constantly contrasting their lives or comparing their lives throughout the story. 
and usually their lives in the end they have different results so in this movie the person that was that you had the police officer you had another person he was a young man who obviously came from a well-to-do background family he had gone to law school his father had helped him his mother had died when he was a child very intelligent thoughtful young man and unlike the police officer who had a wife that just complained and griped and fussed and talked to him about what a terrible person he was and what they didn't have, this other character had a very supportive, nurturing girlfriend who was pregnant. And so this guy, um, his dilemma was he had money and he came from money, but he wanted to do what he wanted to follow his passions, which was music. He didn't want to be a lawyer. He enjoyed music and he wanted to be a musical artist. And unlike, again, the police officer who had what I guess people would say the nagging wife, he had a very supportive girlfriend who loved him and was very affectionate and she was very encouraging. And really she was like his muse. So their two worlds collide. And what happens is, is they, um, this young man is driving home, just minding his own business. And I guess that, I, I went to look this up, but I guess they call that a shakedown where he stopped and he's taken, you know, out of his car into this dark place and they basically um, rob him. They ask him to give his PIN number to his bank account. They take his money. They've already killed people. Then he show him that. And he um, is spared. So he gives him the pin number. They take the money. He, you know, is traumatized. He goes through PTSD because what happens is he keeps having flashbacks about what happened. He doesn't tell anybody about it. And let this be a life lesson for getting therapy for your thoughts. When you experience something, whether it's good or bad, it's like a video recorder. It is locked into your memory forever. Whether it's good or bad, it's locked in. The mind stores those memories. So with bad memories, they're going to come back up. Sometimes there's a trigger, sometimes they're not. In this case, he was triggered because there were different things that would trigger him. We'd just be driving down the street, he'd have a flashback or especially when the police stopped him. Um, again, he had that flashback. So what do you do when you have a flashback of a bad memory? You, first of all, it's good to talk about things. I wanna go back for a second because this happens to him, this character, the one who came from a good background, went to law school, was pursuing his music. He didn't tell anybody what happened. He simply tried to just go on with his life, and that is a no-no. Now, you can't tell everybody what you've gone through because some people will handle it well and some people won't. You really have to be careful about with whom you share those experiences. And I believe because of the kind of girlfriend that he had, she would have been very supportive, she would have encouraged him, and she would have been able to handle that and advise him or help him get through the trauma but he didn't tell anybody so he has these flashbacks and we all do 
And what we don't know is that we have the power to stop. Press the stop button. I keep saying this over and over again. Your mind is like a television. You turn on the channels or sometimes the TV would just pop on its own, but you control what thoughts are going to play out in your mind. Unless you have a real chemical imbalance and something is really wrong, and yes, I do believe that it's time to go talk to a real professional, a psychiatrist, but if you're just, you went through a bad moment, the key is knowing the strategies. You have a chance to say stop. You have a chance to think about something else, some good moment. You have a chance to think about how grateful you are that you did survive that and things were not worse. You have a chance to talk to somebody or even take action to get the problem resolved. But whatever you do, just having the memory and not dealing with it is so unhealthy. And that is why so many people don't are not able to heal and move because they just get stuck it's just going to pop back up anything can trigger it. anything can trigger a bad memory a flashback of something that happens and you got to know what to do because sometimes when we have flashbacks we will actually have the physiological feelings of what we felt at that moment the past cannot be undone it cannot be reversed you cannot erase it You have to face it and realize I made it through. I didn't die. I'm I'm still have all my faculties, whatever the case may be. Whatever is left, you have to focus on that. Because going back over and over again and letting yourself replay those negative thoughts will hurt you in the end. And the way that you you have to have other thoughts, I talked about this before, you have to have other channels to tune into. You have to think about the good memories. You have to focus on, even if you don't have a lot, even if you've lost something, you have to focus on what remains. I'm telling you, I remember when I left home to go to work one September September morning, and I had a funny feeling. It was interesting. It had been raining. It was just a weird morning. My daughter kind of had a funny feeling as well. Left for work. And at the end of that day, all I had were the clothes on my back because my house was totally destroyed because of a flood. And I remember it took a couple of days for the water to recede. And when I finally got in here, this was the the most, I don't even know how to describe it, but I walked in and if you walk into my house to the left is my dining room. And there was a photo album that I was creating for my daughter because she had just finished high school the year before and I was putting together I was going to surprise her with this photo album and I had already started collecting different pictures and I just never got around to finishing it and there it was on the dining room table and it was a reminder that we had lost everything materialistically but she was not harmed and if she had been in the house she could have died she could have been injured but she was not at home that Monday. She was in college. And so sometimes it's like that. You have to focus on what remains or who is who is left. Because if you let yourself think about the loss, it can be crushing. So this man lost his money when they took his, they stole his money, but he still had his life. And sometimes 
That's what you have to focus on until you can recreate new memories. So going back to collision course, the officer decides, you know, he's desperate for money. He goes to this corrupt police unit. They really don't, you know, they accept him, but they're kind of testing him. And one night when he's doing patrols on the streets, he decides to, every car that passes by, he uses the badge in the wrong way. He stops people, they take money. He will stop them and take money. And he had a friend who was with him who was trying to like, no, we shouldn't do this, let's not do this. But he keeps doing it. So he comes to the other character, the one who was, you know, trying to go into music, um, there was an incident with him where he was getting his an opportunity to perform at a club and he was excited about it and people were grooving his music but I guess I guess the owner of the club didn't think it was enough he interrupts his performance he doesn't get the money that he thought so he's already dealing with that he's already dealing with his own frustration because his dad wants him to be a lawyer he wants to play music and again his thing was he hadn't figured out a way to do both so, you know, what about if he practiced law, but on the side did his music um, to get money? He didn't do that. So he was upset about that already, kind of agitated. And what happens is when you have unresolved issues and then you have new issues, all you're doing is opening up that womb or adding another scar to an already sensitive and tender place. And that just makes, it just exacerbates and it makes things worse. And that's what happened. So that night, when he, the young man who wanted to be a lawyer, who's getting into music, he and his um, girlfriend and her friend were coming back home from this night. They were stopped by the police. And then, you know, the guy who was this corrupt officer who was trying to get money, his whole thing was, I'm serving my country, give us a tip. The guy was like, no, I'm not going to give you a tip when he stopped them. And they get into it. The girlfriend, thank goodness, and her friend, they leave. And I guess they catch a cab. I can't, you know, I should have watched, did this podcast right after I watched the movie. Because now I got to think about, it was last week when I saw it, I think. So they get out, they go somewhere, and they're just assuming that he's going to come home, you know. But as the girlfriend keeps calling him, She's not getting an answer. He's with the police and they're talking and they're getting into it because he decides, no, I'm not going to give you my money. You, you know, and the other guy's saying, well, I work for the nation and I'm not getting any money. And he's all he's doing is complaining. And here's another powerful life lesson. You can complain from sunup to sundown. You can talk about all the problems of the world from sunup to sundown. And guess what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing. Because complaining does not solve problems. What you have to do is focus on the solutions. You have to pause and you have to stop complaining long enough and get somewhere quiet, somewhere where there are no distractions. And you have to begin to think about what you can do to solve your problems. Some problems, many problems, most problems are solvable. And most of the time, there are at least five different solutions to a problem. 
But if you're complaining and you're only thinking about what's wrong and not the possibility of what can be right, you're never going to get out of that. Uh, You're never going to change anything. You're never going to improve. Nothing is going to get better. Talking about the problem may be a release. It may, you know, it's cathartic. Okay, I got it out of my system. But at a certain point, you got to do more than talk. You have to come up with real solutions. If he, if this officer had sat down and thought about, okay, I'm an officer, I'm not making enough to take care of my wife and my children, let me think of some things I can do. He could have found a security job maybe that would pay him some extra money for the family He and started to save. He, you know, his wife, he did not have a supportive wife, so that particular character was not the ideal wife because she was like, I'm struggling. I don't want to struggle anymore. And then he made, this officer made poor decisions because he took the money that he was supposed to use for the children's school fees and he used it to try to get with his corrupt police force. So clearly he was struggling not because he wasn't making enough money. He was struggling because he was a bad manager and a bad steward of his money. Sometimes it's not what you made. And I'm a witness. I'm getting that's why I say I gotta restructure my own life. It's what you do with what you make. When you make poor decisions with what you have and you're not a good steward and you don't get wisdom, guess what? You're not going to have anything. And that's what happened. He was complaining and griping about not getting enough. And instead of praying or instead of thinking, this is why I do bad thought therapy, about what he could do to solve it, all he wanted to do was take from other people. Nothing good can come out of doing bad things. I'm going to say that again. You do bad things, that thing's good. You take people's money, you will have yours taken. You hurt people, you're going to get hurt. It is a circle of life. Some people say it's karma. Some people say it's God. You know, what goes around comes around. Any way you look at it, when you do evil, nothing good can come out of that. And guess what? He was taking people's money when he should not have. And in the end, this is what happened. I'm going to give you a spoiler. So he and the lawyer, they get in the car. The lawyer's like, I'm not, you know, well, he wasn't practicing law, but this was the guy who finished law school. I'm not giving you my money. I don't have to give you my money. And both of the the guy starts to talk to him. And what they realize, they have something in common. They both are frustrated because they want something that they don't have. They really had more in common than they had different. So there was some strategies that the officer could have found. And, and they both talking and, you know, and he said, the, the guy who wanted to be the lawyer was basically like, this is not the way. Why not? I'm giving you a spoiler, sorry. The police officer accidentally shoots and kills this lawyer, the musician, the aspiring musician. He is killed because of this officer's carelessness, because he has a gun. He's been using this gun and threatening to shoot the guy and using the gun to get the guy to do things. And guess what he does? So the one thing that he was trying to maintain his family is lost forever. Because number one, the girlfriend, again, she was a different kind of woman. She was calling her boyfriend. He wasn't answering. Eventually she called the police. 
and it is a terrible ending. And I'm gonna be honest, I literally gasped when I was watching this movie. I was not prepared for that. And that's why I love Nigerian movies because they're always gonna give me that little twist and turn. And I don't know why every time I cannot predict it. And I did not think that he was going to die because he was a good guy. And sometimes good guys die. Innocent people die and get hurt because bad people won't, you know, come up with other strategies to solve their problems. They blame the world. And if you're one of those people on that side of the fence, you have to stop. You see, as long as you see yourself as a victim like that officer did, you can never get the power to change your life. If your if your power is in somebody else's hand, then you will never ever be powerful. And that's what this officer was basically saying. Like, you know, I work for the government, but I'm not making the money. It's everybody's fault. They should pay me more. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm not making a lot of money. Let me sit down somewhere and think about what I can do. And let me think of some good things I can do to feed my family or to have more, to have a decent place to stay. And it was so many things he could have done. He could have, like I said, worked an extra job, as do security detail. He could have started his own security company. But you see, he was corrupt and he was not good. And I'm gonna tell you something, bad character is always gonna end up in something. And that's what happened. And then, so now he's arrested, and then I don't know if he would expose then this bad, corrupt police unit who was supposed to be, you know, undercover for um, making sure that officers, you know, caught different people. It's just, it was just crazy. But this happens every day. I was in my place of business. Young man came in. This was either, yeah, it was yesterday. In fact, it was yesterday. And he was talking to me and he said, yeah, I was in prison for 13 years and for armed robbery. And while I was there, I was talking to this religious group and we started talking. And I listened to him and then I said, you know what, what was your mindset when you, you know, robbed somebody? I said, that person probably didn't even have the money. You know what he said? He said, $20. He served 13 years in prison for $20. And the people that he was with they got away. He was the one, he was the fall guy. He was the one charged and they got away. And and I said, well, did, you know, you weren't really thinking. No, he wasn't. He said, I was in a bad, bad mental place then. I wasn't thinking. You have to think. God has given us a mind for a reason. And it's just like everything in your body has a purpose. Your mind is made for you to think to come up with ideas, good ideas, to use to not only help yourself, but to help others. But you're not going to get good thoughts if you don't use that brain, if you're not trying to look for good thoughts. And that's what the officer's problem was. Uh, problems were he blamed everybody else. He didn't take ownership and responsibility for his life to say, hey, I'm not making a lot of money now, but I'm going to come up with, with a way to get some more money. And I don't, you know, I'm, I don't live in Nigeria. I don't know, you know, everything is always easier said than done. So even here in America, if you want to do something new, I know it's not easy. I know it's easier said than done, but he could have at least made the effort. And there's something to that. 
there's you know that 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 guy the one that the officer accidentally shot he could have ended up giving him some money because you know what brother if you know since you know you're a good guy and you you know you struggling out here that's it we can do i'm i'm a witness if you would do good good will come back to you you have to use your thoughts and spend your time using your mind to come up with good ideas because they're there somewhere every time i see one of these you know cases in the news where some person hurts other people and they always say well a voice told them to do it well you know what you don't have to listen to negative voices you can tell those negative voices to shut up you can tell them to shut the hell up you don't have to listen to them you can say no i'm not going to do bad i'm going to do good and all voices are most of the time they are audible thoughts or they seem like they're audible thoughts but they're just not and you can transform those bad thoughts by replacing them with good ones but you have to sit down somewhere you got to get a quiet place so everything just from that officer not taking ownership of his life and again if you don't if you feel like the state of your life is is caused by other people you will always be in the same situation the only way you can get out of a bad situation is you have to believe that your life is in control by you you are the one that has the power have you have the power and the authority to change your life and that officer could have changed his life there were so many other things he could have tried and done and i get it most people and i talk about this all the time when you're in survival mode sometimes it's really hard to to take time to say okay i don't have anything i'm in a bad place and to get somewhere and really start to think what do i need to do to change my life where do i need to go what do i need to do sometimes that's significantly hard to do that's very difficult to do but it's not impossible and there are success stories every day there are stories where there's what we call a reversal of fortune every day but that officer all he did was just like his wife they were perfect for each other complain and gripe just complain and gripe about their problems all day every day and he ended up when he accidentally killed that young man at the end of the movie he was arrested and then it's a trickle it's a triple um a ripple effect excuse me it's a ripple effect because once he's arrested then his wife really isn't going to have a place to stay and his children really are going to be eating anything and then now she has to carry the shame because this is her husband and that's what happens when you make one bad decision it has this ripple effect one bad decision can cause your life to be horrifically changed forever and that's why we must learn to think before we act eat when we are most desperate that is when we really need to say I, i'm not going to sur- to surrender to this negative thought i'm not going to believe that my life can't be better because it can and at least make the effort and you know we are responsible for the effort god determines the outcome but we must make 
beat them. So ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen Collision Course, the Nigerian movie, this is my first um, episode under movie therapy. Movies always have a message no matter what genre they are. Let me tell you, and there are so many great life lessons in Collision Course, and I'm glad that I watched it, and you need to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's a Nigerian movie, and they don't pay me to promote this. When I like a good movie, I tell people about it, and so I want you to watch it. Well, so many life lessons there. Don't forget, you have the power to determine the state of your life. Make good choices, and you'll get good results. I'm Sheree Hardy, and this is Bad Thought Therapy. Have a beautiful evening.